Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio. And you are here at Rosalind's Corner. And tonight, as always, we're going to have a great show. I've got a great guest coming on who's calling all the way from Boston, Mass. And he's going to give us an update of everything that he is doing. Um, but you know how I always like to start my show. We're going to go into what we know. T25CL, our company, a very innovative company, and we're doing great things. I mean, this is where we have a global platform for pay-per-view distribution for independent music artists. This is where everything can be established for you as an independent artist, filmmaker. Look, I invite you, go to our website at www.t25cl.com. Visit all the independent artists, their music, download it, support one another. And if you are an independent artist wanting to get your music out there on a global scale, T25CL is the avenue for you. We have great things going on with our United We Stand film coming up shortly, coming to theaters near you. It's going to be, I mean, it's very exciting what we're doing here as a company, as a whole. But you know what? That's, that's going to be later on. We're going to discuss even more of that what's going on and all the updates. We'll give you all the updates. Um, but right now, I also want to um, uh, say hello to my, my guest and, and friend, Mr. Elliot Hoskins, calling out all the way from East North Carolina. Hi, Elliot. Hey, Rodman. How you doing? I'm doing good, sir. How's it going with you? Oh, excellent. Excellent. I cannot complain. Hey, you know what? It wouldn't do no good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely correct. <laughs> it can't be the complaint, uh-uh, because you just think about what you're, what this life is all about. You know, just take take it and go for the ride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're absolutely correct. <laughs> just go for the ride. Well, we're waiting for our guest to come on, and um, right now we just want to uh, give a little uh, introduction of of who uh, my guest is tonight. Um, my guest, uh, he hails all the way from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, he is an ordained minister with over, I know it's even the last time I spoke to him, it's been over 10 years, so I know it's even more now, uh, experienced uh, as uh, being on stage in front of the camera. He's got great videos that's out there right now. Not only is he an ordained minister, but he's a great music artist, rapper, and he's got it really going on. This great artist and minister hails from Boston, like I said, and he travels worldwide with a great message of encouragement. I mean, his career as a singer, as an actor, 
has taken them around the globe, as well as numerous cities right here in the U.S., with invitations to Europe, Africa. You know my brother's doing the big. And since our last interview back in November 2013, he has been doing even greater things. And uh, I'm going to share this um, when we talk about it. But uh, right now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome, let me ask, is Jamal Seymour God's messenger on the line? What's going on, woman of God? Yes, 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 yes. Good to be here. <laughs> How you feel, my friend? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Good to hear your voice and good to be on your show, girl. <laughs> it's so great to have you on my show tonight. I am honored and truly blessed, my brother. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, we have um, my brother Elliot from uh, North Carolina on the line right now. Say hi, Elliot. Hi, hey, Elliot. Jamal. What's going hey, on, man? man? How you doing, man? man? I'm blessed, blessed. How you doing, my man, God? I'm blessed, man. Good to hear your voice as well, brother. Man, praise oh, God. All right. Well, you know, we're going to start out because the last time we talked, you were doing great, great things, my brother. I mean, Jamal, things that you were doing at that time, preaching God's word, bringing the message across the board, not only to, you know, the, the, the uh, OG's generation, but to the younger generation as well, with your music, with your artistry, with your stage presence, with the connections of great people that you know who are helping you in your endeavors to reach the world. But Jesus, come on now. You're reaching the world through your message and your music. I mean, you have great music out there. But for my listening audiences who are out there right now who are listening who didn't hear my first show, give my audience a little bit of where you started, how it all began with you. Uh, how it all began with me is that, you know, back in Orchard Park, uh, growing up with New Edition and Orchard Park Projects, I've seen them run around and drive around in their scooters and how the girls chased them all through the projects, you know, because they had that hit Candy Girl out. And when I noticed that they got all that attention because they had a song out and that, you know, that was a hit, I said, shoot, man, I want to sing too then. If I can get me a scooter and get all those kind of girls, I'm going to get into music. I want to sing too. So you know, that, that, got me, that got me all inspired to sing R&B. Uh, so I started singing R&B, getting in groups and, and, you know, just singing, singing from here to here, talent shows, so, so, et cetera. And I, I began to take it serious when I, I was about to, uh, I was in the 12th grade at Yamana Tech and, um, my mom was, was dating a producer named Larry Wu Wedgworth, and Larry Wu Wedgworth was a producer, and he was producing groups in Boston. Uh, he, he put together a group called Finest Hour and put me in the group, and then we got a record deal in like six months with Polygram Records. So we got signed, and then we started traveling and doing a real video and radio and all that stuff, and that got me into the music industry as far as professional. And then all of a sudden, during we working on the second album, was about to switch over to Sony Records. I found myself in church, and um, I was already—I mean, I was—I was very promiscuous. I had a lot of girlfriends at the time, and I just got sick and tired of cheating on the women. And I just said, you know what, God, if you're really real, like Grandma said, come into my life. And then from that prayer on, it—it it was on. God, I ended up in church like two weeks later, and I got prayed for and prophesied to, and then this man said, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and put his hand on my head, and it knocked me to the floor. I was done, completely over with trying to hurt women. I was done with everything from that point on because God showed himself real to me, and I just 
from that moment on, it's been gospel, 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 gospel. Wow. Well, let me ask you this because, you know, when, you, when you're when going through those stages in the changes of life, because that was a change for your life, right. uh, being delivered, you're set free and, and, and doing the things that you knew was right before God's eyes. Tell me, what was your struggles during that time? Because, like, you were hanging out with New Edition, you know, in New Edition, right? Uh, hanging out, seeing what they were doing, and, and you really wanted to tap into that, into that type of world, but then you got, then everything changed in your life. What about your surroundings? Tell me about your surroundings. Tell us, our audiences, you know, your peer pressures and, and the music that you started to, that you had to start to create because you went from R&B to, um, uh, you know, singing, you know, Christian, Christian music. Right. So, that transition, that there, there, there was a transition that took its toll, or it really strengthened you. Well, the transition, the transition from R and B to gospel was the most easiest transition in my life, <laughs> because mm-hmm. because because the fact that God claimed me in the spirit, I mean, it was done. I was over. I care what nobody said. You know, mm-hmm. um, the surroundings. I had to change my surroundings. You know, I didn't I didn't do hang with the same people I used to hang with and um I didn't do the same things that I used to do. But the the major change was, okay, so now you don't want to be on one station pumping and grinding and then be on the next station talking about Jesus' life. Um so what happened basically is I just started recording gospel. I just started going into the studio, singing in the bathroom, singing in the shower, stuff that was in me that was coming out of me. Uh, I didn't change the music because that's what I was used to doing. You know, I, I was used to the urban feel, the R&B flavor, the pop flavor of music because God had taught me that what is the difference is it's the, it's the meat inside the music. Like if you have a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you have white bread, you have uh, wheat bread, you can have uh, Italian bread, and that's the music. But when you put stuff on that in between that bread, then you get the meat of the sandwich. So instead of putting, I love this girl, I want to sex you up, I start studying the word of God and putting the gospel in between that music. And that song is now gospel song. So that's what happened as far as my surroundings. In my mind, I went, I was like, I'm out of here. I want to serve God. God is real to me. He knocked me down. And then I heard God speak and say, record the gospel album. So I was sold out. Now, now before all that, now that's a whole different game. It's just, you know, I was praised by my boys or my, my so-called friends of, of being very promiscuous, having more than one girlfriend. They would praise me. They would pat me on the back and say, how you do that, man? I want to be like you when I grow up. And that felt good. You know, I didn't have a dad to correct me and say, hey, be single, be faithful to one woman. All I had was my peer pressure of my of my, my youth and uh, my brothers or my friends, you could say, just said, hey, I want to be like you. So when they did that, I got more girlfriends. It felt good to be praised. And I just got more and more women, and I stopped hurting more and more and more women. I got tired of that. Yeah, I mean, and listening on as you hear that, because there are so many, you know, if you think about the music industry today, that's all it is, you know, um, just jumping from one man to the next, jumping from one woman to the next. I mean, you, if you find a couple that's been together for years, they're, they're blessed. I mean, you know, to think about the stability and you think about the mindset 
uh, first of all, thinking how you would treat that person in that relationship, no matter what else is going around about you. In the music industry, you find that there's just, it says when it comes to um, couples or, 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 or staying together, um, you know, and making it a whole, it just seems like it's just everything's so flippant in the, in the music industry today. Do you find that? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I mean, it's, it's out there, and it's, it's like that. That's a part of the industry. You know, some people do that to, to climb to the next level. Uh, some people get caught up all in that. I was the one that was definitely caught up in it. I mean, I was doing it before the music industry. That's how bad my situation was. I believe my issue started up because I really didn't have a dad to, to train me up to be a man. You know, I did talk to my pops. I did see my dad. I knew where he stayed. He knew where I stayed. But he told me, you know, son, just put on, just you know, protect yourself and go and go for it. He wasn't like a believer in God, so he didn't really instruct me how to be faithful and tell me be faithful. I never heard my dad say be faithful to a woman. I had to learn that by God teaching me how to do all that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's out there like that, you know, doing that, being, you know, sexual stuff like that. Oh, definitely, girl, it's out there, out there, out there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, let's talk, I want to go back to a point that you were talking about when you're talking about the music industry, R&B, crossing over to gospel. Um, there are some gospel songs that I know that have crossed over into the mainstream R&B. Right. Um, there are songs that, um, you know, are uplifting, encouraging, even though they may not use the word of God or use the word of Jesus, it's still, you know, the message comes across. In your music and in your creativity, and you have had that influence of music, of the R&B feel, and I, and I listen to your music, I hear your music, you've got that R&B feel, but with the gospel word. Correct? Right. Is that what you're coming across, right? Because right. you got about you're thinking about all those that you are reaching out to, because not only reaching out to the moms, the dads, you know, you know, you're you're reaching across the board to the young people who want to hear your word. I mean, because if you listen, and, and this is what I as as an artist myself, I right. think about music that's being created, and you get that feel that that. That, that 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 beat, you know, that 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 tagline, you know, that hook, you know, right. uh, you know that rhythm, that you know, oh man, yeah, this is it, this is it, this is it, and then you get the words to it. That in the creativity of the music, I think that when you're doing, the, when you're putting your music together, right, and think about, yeah, they don't like this, they don't like this. Okay, now let me put the right words, you know, and that's right, why, right, yeah, exactly, you know, that, and that's why that's how you're being created with your music, correct? Correct. And and I, and I, I must say this, and you, you may disagree, but I, I, I must say this. Now that I'm more mature in Christ, and now that I've studied the Word more, I, I understand that there's nothing wrong with a love song. So right now, I don't, I don't mind even singing an a, a R&B love song on my album. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Agreed. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. And, and I'm bold enough to say it because in the Bible, in the songs of Solomon, they are nothing but love songs. R&B love songs are in the Bible. God wants us to love our wives, sing to our wives. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I, 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 if it's a hot R&B song and I like it, I'm definitely going to play it. And I don't mind writing one for this next album. Exactly. And, and it's needed. It is right. so needed today. I mean, right. I love 
there's some songs out there, man, um, that is not a it's not a gospel song, but like you say, it's love songs. We need right. that love, you know, and that's what's key. That's right. what's key. I know right. we got a lot of listeners on this call who's ready to hit my brother up. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. They're they're, they're waiting. I'm online for you, my brother. <laughs> but before we go, Eric, do you have any questions or comments from uh, for for Jamal? <laughs> You know, uh, Jamal, what, what I'm interested to know, you said that once you got saved, uh, you, uh, you you changed your style of music. Uh, what would you tell young men that, that you know, they're not, they're not saved yet, and they're still, you know, I mean, and they're still trying to get into this business of, of entertainment. What do you say to those, those young people who, who are not saved, but yet they still want to, I mean, they still, I mean, they know God, but, and, 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 they they grew up in church, right? But they but they decided or they chosen to do the uh, something R&B. other than gospel, something yeah, R and B or, or rap or whatever, or you know something other than gospel. I mean, what do you tell those young men about you know about how how to get to where you are now? Well, first of all, I'm I'm simply you know on my grind like any other independent artist. But uh-huh. what I would what I would tell them is that you know if God called you in the ministry to to sing gospel, then that's what you do. But if you're saved and you and you and you love God, you can still do R and B. If you if you if you didn't get a call and go into to the ministry, don't be trying to jump into ministry. That's you need to be called into that. Let God call you and say, I'm going to use you. I'm going to anoint you, and I'm going to set you for service to go out here and minister my gospel, my word. Uh, through mm-hmm. your vessel, your lips of clay. But mm-hmm. if you're not called, but you want to be in singing, that's a whole mm-hmm. different thing. Just, yeah. I would say determination, stay focused. I would say practice. I would say learn the business. I would say uh, whenever you go, and this is for Christian artists too as well, when you hit that studio, you want to do your stuff in, um, excellent. You want, especially mm-hmm. if you represent the kingdom. But even mm-hmm. the world, when the world produces and they, and they do their, their songs, they do it with excellence. They get the, the mm-hmm. best quality machines that produce the beats. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They get good harmony, good singers. And, and so I'm thinking you should do the same thing in the Christian thing as well. Just, mm-hmm. just do excellent. You can still be saved to sing an R&B love song, and you can sing that song. It could be a hit and make millions. But when people come to you or when you do your interviews, you give God the praise and give God the thanks that mm-hmm. he allowed your song to be a hit record. <laughs> very good, very good. All right, we have a caller from Southeast Colorado. Caller, give us your name and where you're calling in from. Hi, I'm Apostle Rosalind Bagby. I'm sorry? Hi, I'm Apostle Rosalind Bagby. Oh, welcome, welcome to my radio show. Welcome. What is your question or your comment for our guest tonight? Well, you know, I I, I really didn't expect the line to be open. I I wanted to call and and just be a support to him. He's on my Facebook. Okay. yeah, and so I really didn't expect this part, but um, I I would just say that um, if it's okay that you know I'm grateful to see what God is doing in His life, and and as He's saying, He's continuously drawing closer to the things of the kingdom of God. So you know I'm just grateful to be on to be able to hear His testimony and how the Lord is bringing from one point in life and bringing him to another point in life and, uh, you know, that he's an encouragement 
to the younger generation that is coming up and uh because it, you know we really do need that in this day of time. So, you know, I just want to say, you know, just thank you and God bless you and uh and I'm grateful to be able to hear his testimony. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're a blessing. It's good to hear your voice and I thank you for your encouraging words. I speak blessings in your life, over your life, and around your life, not to just you, but to your next generation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm. All right, all right. Very good, very good. We got another caller from Southern Cal. Caller, give us your name and where you're calling in from. Caller, are you there? All right, maybe we just got a listener. That's okay. That's all right. Um, we got one more caller, and then we're going to go back to um, um, to you, my brother Jamal. We have a caller calling from Upper Central Michigan. Caller, give us your name. Where are you calling in from? All right. That's all right. That's all right. You want to hold on? That's fine. They just want to call in. They're just listening to the show, Jamal. They just want to hear you, my brother. <laughs> I just want to hear you. All right, you know what, I wanted to take you because you know I know that you've been doing such great, great work, and you have been connected with some great, great people. And in this line of work, because um, it is a work, because you're working for the Lord, you're you're out there right. doing your job. You know that's that's your ministry, and that's what you're called to do. Right. Um, at, let me ask you, some of the people or many of the people who have come into your life, you know, we always have those individuals who have been our mentors uh, from a distance or even close up, um, those individuals that, who have really, really encouraged you. <laughs> have you have family? Because, you know, you, I know you said you have family. Um, do you have family who are also in the music industry? Um, I really don't have family that's in the music industry uh, that I know of. Um, I have talented family members. I know my my brother; uh, he's an atheist actually, but he can rap. He can he can rap his brains out. And uh, we're currently in the studio working on a song called "My Brother's Keeper." Um, this particular single um, is me telling him that why I believe God, why I believe that there is a God, why. I serve God, and he's in the song saying why he don't believe in God. And mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting. I've never heard this type of song done where we actually give the enemy a platform to say something in a song. Oh, uh, yeah, it's in the Bible. It's written. It, the, God, the Bible will tell you what the enemy said, what the enemy did, how he tempted Christ, and how he tempted Adam and so et cetera. So this particular song, my brother, who's my friend, my, you know, came from the same mother, same daddy, out the same womb, born in the same house, ate the same food off the same plate. But we, we just, we, we different because he chose not to believe. And I mixed my, what I heard with faith and chose to believe. So, you know, he's, he's a talented brother. He's family. And I hope one day I get to let y'all, I'll send you the track and you can hear the song. But, you but, know, but, my, but my grandmother's and my grandma, my auntie sings, but nobody's in the industry that's my family. Mm, okay, all right. And that is probably something hard, but, you know, you continue to pray for your brother, right? Oh, yeah. I, I'm praying oh. for him, and we're talking about the gospel all the time. Every time we see each other, we he's hearing the word, and faith comes by hearing. So I, mm-hmm. that's another reason why I did the song, because he's going to hear this song over and over and over again. And when we talk, we talk about our dad, and we is basically a minister to him. 
Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Um, But let's talk about those individuals because that's family life. But let's talk about the individuals outside the family who really been your mentors, who really encouraged you or has backed you up a thousand percent in your endeavors in your music career. Because, I mean, you always start those baby steps before we get to where we are, you know, today. Tell us some of those mentors that you had in your life. My mentors in my life, uh, I, one of my main mentors in, in, in music period is Larry Wu. Uh, Larry Wu is the guy that dated my mom, uh, the guy that got me into the music industry, that taught me the business, um, that taught me uh, always have my behind in the, uh, in the background, sing a lot of background notes. I didn't really do too much lead singing because I really didn't know how to lead sing, but I sure enough know how to say a background. So, but, but I believe God used him to teach me that because now I could sing all my background and then sing lead. So mm-hmm. I, I thank God for Larry Wu. Uh, you can look him up on YouTube or um, Google. Um, another mentor that's been helping me lately, uh, Maury Styles, the one that did New Edition and New Kids on the Block. I usually give him a call and, and get some information, get some his advice on should I do certain things. Um, and that's basically my only two mentors in the music industry. You know, um, there's a new guy uh, named Trey McNair who manages um, Little Wayne. This guy doesn't have, have God in his life, but he's giving me pointers in the business aspect of, of this thing. And, and I need that because, you know, in the multitude of, of conversation, talking to somebody who's out there doing it, who has done it, I need that kind of stuff in my head so I can understand what I'm doing and then mix that with my walk with, with Christianity, how, I, how God wants me to apply that in my business and in and in ministry. And that is key because when you talk about the business aspect of, of the music industry, you really have to know what you are doing. You have to know the ins and outs of the business itself in the music industry. And if you got individuals who are already there and are helping and assisting you, that's just like icing on the cake, correct? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. You don't want to be in the dark trying to do this thing because you'll miss out on a lot. And I don't want to miss out. I want everything God has for me. But I, you want, know, I want to spread. But, but there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of young artists. I mean, because there's, I mean, you know, independent artists who are out there, because you're an independent artist, correct? Yes, yes. When you're out there, when you, you know, like I said, baby steps, first step starting out, I mean, you can really. Um, feel what they're going through when they don't have uh, what you had, the uh, connections and the uh, individuals who are already well-established in the music industry, not only in the talent aspect, but also in the business aspect of it. And tell my listening audience, because there's a number of them out there, mm-hmm. what are some of the key elements that they have to look out for and starting out in this business? I say the key element is, is presentation, presentation and marketing. Um, you, you, when you, when you, you want to, first of all, you want to have a, a nice song. You want to have material. You want to have something that you can submit to a radio station, whether it be internet station or whether it be broadcast station. So they, they want radio. They want, they want product. The word is product. They want product. I, I say make sure your songs have good content. So study the word. Show yourself approved and apply what you've read, what God has revealed to you in that Bible, in the Word of God, 
and put it in your song. That's if you're doing gospel. If you're doing R&B, then, hey, write a nice love song. There's nothing wrong with love song. There's songs of Solomon in the, in the Bible. But still, when you do it, do it in excellence. Make sure your content, make sure the melodies are catchy. Fred Hammond told me one day when I was at the conference, he said, you know, write cleverly. So make sure your storylines are clever. You can, say this, you can say what's been sung out here, but say it in a different way. Make, make, make it air candy. Make it that when we listen to it, we want to hear your story. You know what I'm saying? So get, get your melodies right, get your content right, and when you go in the studio, do it in excellence. Don't just let your mama produce it because she loves you. You go in that studio, you find some people that can take your music, your sound to the next level because it's about a sound. It's about a sound that sells, and that's what mm-hmm. I would tell, it, I would mm-hmm. tell the artist. Yeah. You're ready to work. The easy, part, the easy part that I've learned is the studio part. I mean, that's because maybe it's because Larry Wu and taught me all this singing and all that stuff. So that's the easy part. But the hard part is when some person on the outside is going to dig in their pocket and purchase your CD. That's when it comes to working or a radio station playing your single. So when you, yeah. when, you when any station play it, be grateful, be thankful, whether it be Internet or broadcast. Exactly, exactly. And I think you mentioned a key word is marketing and promotions. That is so key and one of the key elements in getting your your music, your talent, getting you out there, not only on a national scale, but on an international scale as well. Correct? Yes. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. We've got a number of callers still on hanging on the line, so let's see who we have on the line right now. Caller, give us your name and where you're coming from. Hello? Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, this is Andrew Mohammed. Hello, sir. How are you? Welcome to the Hello, my sister. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. I've been sitting there trying to figure out how to access the game on the conversation. I'm just been sitting there for the last half hour trying to figure out. Oh, I'm sorry. But you got it? That's what's key. You are here right now. So, I'm just on tonight, of course, is none other than my brother Jamal Seymour, a.k.a. God's Messenger. So, let me ask you, you have any questions or comments for my guest tonight? I would like to uh, praise him for his, uh, attrib- his attitude for being able to uh, deal with reality and deal with being that, being that which God wants us to be, which is men, do you understand, and to live right and try to do right. And what he was saying was just absolutely wonderful. I really commend him for that. You know, Thank and especially if he's very sincere about trying to serve God and worship God and do the will of God because that's what we're supposed to be all about, doing God's will. Regardless of anybody and whoever, but we first got to know what God's will is. Right. That's right. He right. He right. That man right right there. <laughs> I was about to tell you, my, my, my guest is a comedian, too. <laughs> that's all right. I know that's right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But um, go ahead, Jamal. You want to comment on what my brother uh, Andrew Muhammad has said? I, I agree with him. Um, I, I, see, when I, when, I, when I got saved, it was one thing that my brother said, who's the atheist. He said something to me that really it, it hit me hard. He said, man, I'm glad you got saved. He said, because I know you. He said, you ain't going to be playing with this because I know how you are. You're going to be real with it. 
And when he said that, you know, it just hit me. And all I know was to be real with it. I'm not perfect. The God is go. working on me. I'm still on the yes, wheel. Right. God is still turning the wheel, and he's still working on me. And God's a patient God to deal with me and work with me. And he's been spinning on this world for almost 20 years on the same wheel as God's clipping me, molding me, shaping me, teaching me, revealing things to me. And I just thank God for that. But I'm, well, I'm, I'm open with it. Take. Because it's a blessing to you because it's, that's what God's will is, and God chooses people who are sincere. See, God right. tries the reins of the heart. God doesn't try what your actions are, what you do. Same right. way with Paul in the Bible, do you understand? Paul hated Christians with a passion. You understand? He, got a, he hated a Christian like a, a lion hated a hyena. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, but God changed his heart. God changed his mind. God changed right. his perspective. Do you understand? He became a, a, a one of the great followers and great perpetuators of the of uh, the, the teachings of Jesus. Right. right. It was not about you, what you did or what you did, what you're doing now. Right. I hear that, and I respect that. Yeah. I hear that. And I and I do have a heart for God, and that's just the real deal about it. I can't get away from it. I, I can't hide from it. Right. And that's what God and that's what God is looking for today, those who have that spirit. Right. Regardless of whether they're right or wrong, because regardless of what you believe, if your first belief is in the belief that God is real, that God is present and that God is an everlasting creator that's still alive, can never die, and that controls all things, do you understand? And that means that you are one of those whom God wants to use in order to perpetuate and to build his kingdom. Amen. God be blessed. That's saying, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed yes. of the gospel. Right. And it's not, and, and you know, that's, that's, that's so key in our walk, because like um, Jamal was saying, you have to be real. People will know if you're fake, I'm serious, or if they, if they don't know, they'll find out. Because right. it all reveal itself in time. And everything manifests itself in time. Time is what manifests everything. Yes. And now, now, now my, my, my brother, uh, Aunt, uh, Andrew, Tell Jamal a little bit about yourself because you have been in the industry for a minute. Well, I started singing in, I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. And I was singing in St. Louis, I was singing in a, in a, uh, a group called The Originals in 1958. We formed a group. We were the first group that came out of St. Louis that had a hit record that left St. Louis in 1961 with a group called the Five Dutones. We had a record out called Shake a Tail Feather back in 1963, which was a great big hit. Uh, Ray Charles sung it in the Blues Brothers when I did a tour with him by myself in 1968. Uh, Ike and Tina Turner did it when they were uh, the first TV show that they'd done. That's what they sung was Shake a Tail Feather because we were all around St. Louis at that time. Ike and Tina Turner, Little Milton, Albert King, the Crawlers, uh, the Sharpies, uh, Chuck Berry, the Fifth Dimension. We were all around in that area in the same time period, the same time frame. So mm-hmm. I came out, when I came out to Los Angeles, I came out here. I joined the nation in 1968. And when I started singing with a brother that was in the nation called Al Frazier, he was, uh, he was a Muslim minister. And he was a leader of a group called the Rivingtons of Papa Umau Mau. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, so he asked me to join the group because one of the lead singers, one of the lead singer had passed. So 
I joined a group. I was the lead singer with them for 20 years. Uh, right. So yeah. I just I've been I've been been with the Coasters a few few years ago. Uh, Billy Richards of the Coasters, he calls me sometimes if they need a a bass singer or something to fill in if the bass singer can't make it on when they go on cruises and stuff. So nice. I'm still singing. I'm still singing a little bit. Maybe just a hobby right now, you know, because I haven't been there and done that, and it's just uh, it's not something that I'm really pursuing anymore. Okay, cool. But you know, man, thanks for your for your skills and and, and sharing. Thank you. Now let me ask both of you because you know the in this, the music industry has uh, evolved. Evolved. That's an understatement. Hey, that's an understatement compared to what I was when I came into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think about the word, you know. Um, <laughs> perspective, you know, with the, you know, um, a new addition and all the young guys coming up. And, Andrew, you've seen uh, the music from, you know, the OGs, you know, in the older eras when, you know, when original music, I mean, there's music that we can think yeah. of that, still, that we still know and sing today. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like to ask that question of both of you gentlemen, because you're both in the music industry. What has really change? Why has there been such, um, and the world has not evolved, but there has been a, such a, um, a disruption or, you know, uh, you know, just a, there's a difference in the music. Like Jamal is making music, you are making music today that you want people to know that song 30 years down the line. Well, for me, for me, what I understand is that the change is that you're in the, you're in the, a time or dispensation or season of independence. So you got a lot of people putting their own stuff out. You got a lot of artists trying to get, uh, not even even trying to get record deals anymore. They're starting their own labels out, and they're out there hustling, tweeting on social sites, just getting their music their, their, their music heard. And the people, of course, you know. Uh, duplicating the CDs and all that, which is dropping the record sales. But as far as the sound, it's a digital thing now. It's, it's digital downloads. It's independent season. It's not, you don't have so many people, artists out there that, that got record deals. People who, who are out there, they put out their own record. It's not their own label. So you're in a season of independence. Mm, yeah. Which is yeah. good. And then they get picked up. After they've proven themselves and moved some units, and then the major season... <laughs> that money's going in that direction, then you get the labels coming to the artist saying, oh, we want to sign you. Well, let me ask you this, because with Elliot, Elliot, I know he is, is dealing with a lot of young uh, up-and-coming artists who are independent, who are trying to get their creativity out there. Um, with being independent versus signing a record deal, okay. tell them... <laughs> And I want you to give your honest opinion on this as well, Andrew. Um, okay. What, what is the difference? Should 
they still remain an independent artist or sign on that record line? Well, not necessarily. I mean, the first thing I'd like to address is the first question that you asked about the music. The music of today is not, it's a whole different ball game, not only the music, but the industry itself. Mm. But when I was coming up, see, when I was coming up, you could walk into a, 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 a music studio right off the street, you know, right out the, out the alley off a street corner and just go in there and, and they'll listen to you. And if they like you, they'll sign you up right there. You didn't have to go through all of the processes that artists have to go through, young people have to go through today. Today the industry is a whole lot tougher than it was when I was coming up because now the artists basically have to produce their own product before mm-hmm. they can be uh, uh, looked at or be talked to by a producer. As far as the money is concerned, you understand, this is a whole other ball game when yeah. you're talking about, about some money. <laughs> this, is, mm-hmm. this is like peanuts and, and, and uh, I don't know what to describe it as because what we were making was nothing. They are making millions of dollars. Now, Jamal, Jamal, now, now on the flip side, okay, because now, like uh, Andrew was saying, um, now it's it's a whole, like, it's a whole flip side. These young kids are making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Bling, bling, bling. It's it's a a change. It's a whole different focus um, with the attitudes of the young people today. And with the creativity of your music, Jamal, um, can you say that with your music, you're falling in line with that? Even though it's you know Christian music, you know, and 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 the the um, the, uh, the type of music that you're 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 sending across the airwaves, is it falling in line with today's today's listeners that they really just you know they're gonna they're, I mean which we want we want the success of your music to be there. And for people to listen, young people to listen to you because they're our next generation. When, right. when you think about what Andrew was talking about, back in there, they was making just nickels and quarters and dimes back in that time, but they were still making that music that people are still singing today. But today, they're making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Now, ask me, can I name any of them songs on the radio right now? I am sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Even though they are making millions and millions of dollars, they're, you know, I can maybe name one of Beyonce songs, maybe, and, you know. Um, I can't hardly name any of it because I beat her. <laughs> but I'm saying, but today, Jamal, you know, what do you see has happened with that? Is it all about the money and the bling bling today in the music industry as a whole? Because it's not only in the R&B, but it's in the Christian industry as it's well. It's everything. It's everywhere. It's, all, it's, always, it's always about the money. It's always about even the Christian industry, even the Christian <laughs> industry. They, they, them labels want units sold. They don't want right. to. They don't want just invest money into you. You gotta understand the difference between an independent label and a major major label. A major label will put up the hundreds of thousands of dollars first. They'll yeah. you, they get the contracts out. They pay for your makeup. They pay for your plane ride. They pay for your hotel. They pay for your food. They pay for the video. They're paying for uh, recording time. Uh, but first, 
but you will get you will not get a check from them until they get all of their money back. <laughs> that's right. That's, 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 that's the major deal. Now, mm-hmm. now when you when you mm-hmm. try to do it independent, then you're putting up all the money at first. You're, right. you're invested in your own self. You're invested in your own video, your own studio time, your own clothes, your own makeup, your own photo shoot. But then when you sell a record, you stop making money back on the first sale because mm-hmm. it's your label. It's your mm-hmm. label. It's, and that's the difference. Now, for me, I'm out here on the grind. I'm, I'm moving units. Uh, and if a label comes to me, now I, and, and I'm already in creative control. I pick who produces I desire. I pick my own clothes. Or I get somebody to help me pick up the clothes. I pay my own makeup artist to come out here to hook my face up and, mm-hmm. and, and do all that. But if a, if a major label comes and I, have, I, have, I can negotiate a deal, I say, hey, I proved the success. I moved this many units. If I come in there, I want my label to be connected to your label. So now I have, like, negotiation power. Exactly. Now, That's right. Elliot, 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 now now you're listening because you and I have discussed this on several occasions with the young men that Mm -hmm. are coming up in the industry today. And we hear these key issues. Now, I know that you're talking about having an open forum, um, inviting guests to to come to this forum. These are key issues that are need are, that are needed to be known by these young men that you are are dealing with and talking to. Um, so, what is your take on all of this? You, you know what? I mean, I've been sitting here listening because I've been sitting here just jotting down questions I wanted to ask, and just about every question I jotted down, uh, <laughs> you guys you guys have already asked and answered. <laughs> so. I'll, I'll just because I'm I'm just thinking because again uh, with with stuff I'm doing here in North Carolina and with the stuff I have the stuff I have coming up uh, every independent artist I talk to and we have a, here in North Carolina we have a whole we have a, a tremendous amount of independent artists and uh, and and one of the questions they always one of the questions they're asking me now because because what I have coming up is why is it necessary for me as an independent artist to get signed and and then we've been talking about the the change in the industry, and so I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys spoke on that because the industry has changed. I mean, I have family members that's in the industry and doing doing extremely well, um, mm-hmm. but the, the industry has changed so much now. The young guys are saying, "Why should I even take time uh, to give away all that money?" Because again, Jamal, what you just said about a uh, uh, right. I mean, if 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 a major label signs you. Uh, all the money got to be paid back that they put up front before you get a dime. Every independent artist knows that now. And so they're saying, why should I even bother, you know, going going to a label? I just put my own stuff out there and have the label come to me. Right. And, and, you and, you and then create the buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's not, that's, not only, that's not only on an independent label. That's on any kind of uh, uh, artist. Yeah. <laughs> they, go get, they want their money first. Exactly. I, yeah, they gonna take money off the top. Yeah, it, it's like running. I was in L.A. last year at this workshop, and uh, and uh, one one of these one of the large recording uh, heads said, he said, uh, if you create smoke, he said, mom, he said, he said, if you create fire and smoke, he said, then we'll come find it. And and to me, what he was saying was, we're not we're not we're not signing artists like we like they used to, you know, back in hey. back in the back in the day. You know, uh, right. just I mean I mean just recently uh, we just lost 
Percy Sledge. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, uh, and and a song that I know he sung was When a Man Loves a Woman. Right. You know, and so, but so back then, as, 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 as the gentleman just said, you could walk in and, if, and look, and if you had talent, you would get signed. Right then. Yeah. But <laughs> now, now I mean, that. now you got, as, as, as Jamal said, you got to, listen, you got to be on your grind right now. You got to put out your own stuff. You got to create That's your right. own buzz. I mean, I, right. I, was, I, was, I was just talking to a gentleman. Just the other day, that uh, uh, that's going to be a part of my event. He said, if you don't have at least ten thousand followers on Facebook, one, they don't want to hear it. They don't hear from you. Yeah, if if you don't have at least at least a thousand followers on Twitter, they don't want to hear from you. If you don't already have music out that the people are talking about, they don't want to hear from you. So if you yeah, don't, if you haven't already created a following, they don't want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's exactly why I things. have six pages. Seven. Yeah, seven. I'm sorry. And I'm working on eight right now because you want to build, you want to network, you want to build numbers because these companies want numbers. They don't want, like he said, they they don't want, you can look good, you can smell good, but if you ain't Mm -hmm. making no money, you ain't worth nothing to the label. It's a business. God said, God said in the word, he said, be men of business. So even a Christian, a Christian, when they get into business, they're in the business to make money. And it's nothing yeah. wrong with that. God wants exactly. us financially blessed. Everybody God wants us to be blessed to, to make money. Exactly. <laughs> Jamal, let me ask you one last question, uh, well, at least one of the ones that I jotted down. And you guys have already touched on it uh, here and there, but I, I really want you to, 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 to be uh, precise. How important is it right now for independent artists or any kind of artist to know the business. Now, I'm asking this question because just recently uh, uh, it was, uh, 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 I can't forget his name. He's the, he's the, he's the director of the, of the movie Empire, uh, Lee, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels, Daniels. Just said, Lee Daniels just said recently when, when he was talking about Monique, he said he thinks artists at times forget about the business of show business. And so, Dovetailing on that, how important is it right now for artists, whether you are in music, whether you're in television, how important is it for artists and actors to really know the business? Because you guys have been talking about the industry, the industry, and how the industry's changed. And so how important is it for for these young cats, these young girls on the grind right now, knowing knowing the business aspect of the industry? It is very very, very, very important because the Bible says in all you're getting, get mm-hmm. understanding. So you got to get an get an understanding of the business that you're getting involved in because right. there's there are seasons in the industry. There are seasons because one minute you're big, and mm-hmm. the next minute you're not. So you want to capitalize on one minute that you're big because when you're big and you, if you got your business right, then you can you can rake in what God has for you. Your financial blessing. If you don't have the knowledge from when I admit that money is being made, someone can take that money from you. But if mm-hmm. you've got your stuff copywritten, so get your songs copywritten. And and that's what you should do. As a songwriter, get your stuff copywritten. Mm-hmm. If it's hot, you believe you can write, you think you got a hit, then copyright your song. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you, you, you don't want to sit down and wrote that, the melodies and that, the lyrics to that beat you heard. So you mm-hmm. deserve to get your due just reward 
If, mm-hmm. if the community, if the society, if the nations want to buy that single, you, your children's 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 children should be eating off of the food that you sat down here and wrote that song. That's it being a man of business. You don't want to just write a song as a hit and give it away. Mm-hmm. Where's the business? Where's the wisdom in that? So it's very important that we can learn the business. That says knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. To know something about anything that you're involved in is an asset. When you understand the business and know the business, that's anything like basketball, football, everything has a science to it. And business is a science. And when you understand it and know it, then, hey, you got the upper hand. Yes. Because you know what they're talking about. Exactly. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, you're here at 225CR Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roswell's Corner with my guest today, my brother, my brother, Jamal Seymour, a.k.a. God's Messenger. But we've got a caller here that's been waiting on for a minute. Caller is calling all the way from Texas. Caller, give us your name and where you're calling from. Hey, what's up? This is Jamal White, and I'm a good friend of my man, Jamal. All right. What's up, What's up, brother? What's up? What's up, man? I'm blessed. All right. Well, tell us. I always ask my guests, well, you know him, so give us your, your input. How do you know my brother and uh, what's going on? Well, I, I met him originally in Boston when he was part of Finasawa, and uh, I do music myself. And, um, you know, we you know, we just stayed connected over the years, and he gave me some guidance on some things. And, you know, he still gives me a little knowledge here and there as I'm trying to do my journey in the music. <laughs> very good, very good. All right. Well, do you have any questions or comments for, my, for Jamal? Oh, well, I just want to say I want to congratulate him. He's he's a blessed brother of God, and he's, he's the, the genuine article. He's not someone who's doing it uh, for his gain. You know what I mean? Um, that's that's one thing I would I would add to to what I've heard everything so far in the music is make sure that you're real with with what you're doing. Because I get a lot of people that ask me to you know say, hey man, you should do gospel music, blah blah blah. You know, but I want to be careful about that because I don't I believe that those who who are getting receiving that message and words should also believe the messenger of that message. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not and not just doing something to get a record deal, you know what I mean? So, and, exactly. uh, I, I will, and I will say Jamal is the real deal. Very good. Now, do, um, do you have a CD out? Uh, what's in your music or uh, information about your music? Because this is about uh, T25CL. T25CL, we are a company that does global distribution for independent artists. But we also like to get independent music art artist music out there on our radio, even if, if it's not on anyone else's radio, we are there to support independent artists. And, oh. and to, uh, my brother, you definitely got to get us yours because, uh, man, that, that song, uh, In the Storm. Yeah, yeah, that song is off the hook. Storm is off the chain. And the devil don't want you to what? Hear me, hear me. Hey, man, hey, man. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen the video? Yes, 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 yes. yes I've yeah. seen the video. Yeah, it's um, a real um, good video too. So. Yes, yes. Um, I think you got three videos here that I really would like to get on our website so people can see your music, hear your music, and see what you are all about. And you are definitely a T25CL family, my brother. So um, 
we can talk. <laughs> but um, um, my brother out of Texas, um, you have music? You have a CD out? Uh, yes, ma'am, I do. All right, well, tell our listening audience uh, how we can hear you and how we can get your information. Oh, sure. Um, what's it called? My name is DeLon White, and the name of my album is Soul Session Volume 1. Uh, it's it's Soul Session? Soul Session Volume 1. And okay. It's distributed, it's distributed through uh, tape music. It's not a gospel album. It's an R&B album that does have the Lord's messages in it. Yeah. That's awesome, my brother. That's all right. What did Jamal say, man? As long as I get some good music, I'll sing a love song in a minute. There's going to be music out there that is just, you know, phenomenal. Crossed over. Yolanda, I mean, Yolanda Adams, her song that crossed over. Um, sorry, sorry, I'm trying to think of it, but um, it crossed over. So, you know, you got to think about the music that you're creating and, and don't feel hindered, especially when you have the peace about it. Mm-hmm. When you have peace. To know, okay, yeah, this is my music that I have given you to create for my people to hear. Right. That is so key. And I cannot get an amen from my brother, brother Jamal. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Um, but being creative with our music. All of us. I'm an artist. You're an artist. My brother DeLong. Jamal's an artist. Andrew's an artist. And and my brother, uh, Elliot, he's an artist, okay? So when we all come together and we get into this melting pot and the creativity that we use to stir, you know, our juices are flowing and creating these songs. And I know even with Jamal, you sit down and say, okay, God, give me the words to say. The music to create, so that the whole world will know. You know, first of all, that you're given this to for me to create for them to hear. Mm-hmm. So as you continue to create your music for the people to hear, R and B, gospel, jazz, hip hop. Mm-hmm. When there's a positive message <laughs> that's these airways, that's what needs to be heard. Correct. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if I could, if I could add uh, one thing about my friend Jamal here, um, my brother Jamal, I should say, um, is that it took courage to do what he did. You know, he could have easily chased, you know, staying in the the secular realm or or whatever, since he's already, since he was already in it. You know, he could have easily stayed there, but he let the Lord guide him, and he, you know. And, you know, because not, not everybody would be, you know, fear would drive a lot of people away from making a move like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say it's, it's real with him. You know what I mean? In yeah. um, my, my private talk. That's moral, moral and spiritual strength. Yeah. And in my that's private talks is. with him, he's al- he's always given me, a, a, you know, a little knowledge or a, a word of encouragement or a word that I needed to hear that I needed to that I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there's a difference. You know That's what I'm saying? Right. So, That's right. um, you know, and you know, I just wish nothing but the best for him. 
Um, you know, Thanks. he has great music. His album's off the hook. I bought two of them, actually. Yes, yes. Well, you know what? We all support my brother, Jamal, because he was an awesome, number one awesome man of God and, and an awesome brother and a friend. And he's for real down to earth. And that's what this world needs. This is what this world needs. Um, so, Jamal, yes, my brother, yes, you got to tell us. What's going on? What you getting ready to do? What's 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 going on? 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 What's Basically, I got my hands in a lot of stuff right now, and that's only through the grace of God. Uh, God has put me on the radio as well, so I'm now on the radio out of San Antonio, Texas, on the biggest station out there in San Antonio, Texas, which is a broadcast broadcast station. Uh, I, I interview uh, independent artists. Uh, so if you have artists that you desire me to interview, I'll interview them. I'll put them on. They'll be on the biggest out there in San Antonio, Texas, which is KROV. Um, uh, so my hand is in radio, and I didn't even want to do radio. I found myself in church, uh, and this lady was prophesying to me, saying, God's going to put you in the radio. And I was like, oh, that ain't God. That ain't God right there. Because <laughs> all I want to do is just sing, rap, preach, and teach the gospel. Well, let me stop you right there, because you know what? If, if anything that we have always learned in this life is when somebody tells us, you're going to do this, and we say, oh, no, we ain't, that's the boss of us. You know? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Cause I, go ahead. I was, go ahead. No, because I was fighting that at first. You know, in the prayer line, I was fighting that thing in my head. I was like, talking to God, like, mm-mm, that ain't God. She off. I know prophecy. This ain't it. Think about it. <laughs> she's like, as a matter of fact, she's like, as a matter of fact, you're going to be doing radio before we, uh, before God releases the blessing on your album. Ah like, oh, man, that was uncomfortable to hear, I tell you. And, and then I said, okay, God, whatever your will is, if this is what you want me to do, then I, and I'll do it. And come to find out, I ended up being Ambassador Lockhart, who ended up giving me 15 minutes on that station to uh, interview artists all around the country. So we interviewed independent artists and uh, international and national artists. Uh, so that's one thing that my hand is in, which is in radio. And the other thing I'm into, God has blessed me to be in television now. So I now mm-hmm. host a television mm-hmm. show out in Orlando. So, and this, again, is another platform where we help um, um, expose talent, independent artists. So if you're independent and you want to be on television, you have no more excuse. We got a platform. We got a, mm, uh, good. We got a spot for you I, I, called Exposure. I've got to come. Huh? I'm on my way. Um, <laughs> that is phenomenal. So what else is going on? You have shows going on? Uh, and then give the uh, listening audience, uh, you know, your... Um, well, I'm in the studio. I'm in the studio currently right now um, working on the next album. So I'm doing that as well. And also, God is opening doors. He just opened a, a, a door that I wasn't even willing to walk through. This, mm-hmm. uh, I've been invited to Orlando to give out, to present a war to the people in the film, the Christian film industry. Okay. And when I was invited to do it, I said, nah, because I'm, I'm a gospel artist. What, what am I going to do at a film? I don't know nobody in the film, the Christian film industry. And then the guy said, man, 
you should still come and you present the you you present the uh an award to the person who's going to win it. And then he said, plus you'll be on national and international television. And that, that made me pause and think. Because, <laughs> so, hold on, you're going to get exposure if you give out this award to whoever they ask you to present an award to. Yeah. And not only that, you can you can submit your material, your songs, to these film companies and try to get your music in the film. Then I said, I'm down. I'm in this. So that will be next week. I'm going to Orlando just to present an award and network, you know, be man of business and submit. God's message and music into motion pictures, Christian motion pictures. That would be phenomenal. Well, we would love to introduce you to our T25CL independent artists. We have a number of independent artists that we would love to, you know, set up some type of connection with you and, you know, make a, what we call a field trip. <laughs> now, man, come and, and, and be on the show. We'll set it up. We'll set it up. See what's going on. I know you can, you can make that happen. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roswell's Corner. Um, let me see if we have anyone else on the line. We're going to open up the forum. And anyone have any last comments or, uh, or questions for my guest tonight, Jamal? Uh, how about my sister out of Colorado? Um, the only thing I want to say is just awesome, awesome. And uh, and I just praise God uh, what the Lord is doing and opening all those doors. And, you know, the scripture says that can any good come out of Nazareth? And um, I know for sure it sounds as if he didn't think that God would use him in the measure in which he is. Uh, right. But look at God. Yeah. Amen. God Amen. Yes. How about, um, uh, we have another call from Southern Cal? All right. How about um, I'm a brother belong? You have any last uh, question or comment for my brother Jamal? Hey, and, and, you know I I can't really say enough about him. You know, um, he's he's just please support the brother and buy the album. <laughs> okay. If you want if you want Jamal to do more uh, great things, buy the album. I bought two of them. Uh, don't hurt. You know. <laughs> Because too often people say, "Oh, hook me up, dude," you know. But you know, don't don't ask for the hookup. You know, go to his website and buy the album. It's a really good album. I promise you, you will not be let down. There's a delay in the conversation. Who is that? I think the alarm might have to turn his radio down or something. Uh, yeah, 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 turn your radio down. down. All right, very good. Now, my brother Andrew. No, you got your yes. ass. Come on now, my brother. What? You missed your last comments. <laughs> oh, my last comments? Oh, you were my last comments. Well, I just want to say I appreciate you asking me to call and in on the show and, and express my little comments and thank brother, brother Jamal for being on the show and for expressing his uh his self and his viewpoints and and the life that he he's uh his uh, testimony actually you know that a whole lot of other people should need to hear and uh try to uh uh emulate because that's what time it is yes yes exactly exactly all right my brother elliot i know it's late there in the, in the state of north carolina <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, <laughs> well, first, well, first, uh, Jamal, I want to know how to hook up with you, man. That's the first thing. 
Definitely. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I'll give my number right now, no problem. So look, look, yeah. so I don't know, I don't know how to hook up with you first time. Uh, and then, the, the, uh, secondly, there are, I mean, I, I was going to answer the question, must an artist that gets saved sing gospel music? But you, 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 you've already given the answer to that already. But I want to I wanna thank you uh, for what you're doing. Because, again, I mean, there are a lot of artists out there, whether, they, whether they're secular or whether they're gospel artists. Uh, and, but to be a but but to be an artist, be to be saved, to be filled with God's spirit, and to believe what you sing about, right, mm-hmm. is a tremendous difference. Right. And so and so I and so I thank you, not just for being an artist, not just for you know put, putting music out there, but for believing what you sing about. And so right. and so and so my dear brother, I thank you for that. And uh, and I know God's gonna continue to bless you. I know God has more doors He's gonna open for you. And so, again, I, I look forward. I'm going to your website. Listen, as soon as you as soon as you give me some contact information, I'm going to your website. I'm gonna pick up some of your stuff. And, uh, and like I said, and and uh, and I want to hook up with you. Oh, no problem. I I give you my number now. Or you can get it. I'm yeah. Rosalyn. Either way, um, I, I hook them up for you. I hook them up for you. But right. um, yeah, but they can go to www.gods. That's G-O-D-Z, messenger.com, Correct. 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 And go and listen to his music. Get by his music. Support my brother because it's phenomenal. Watch the videos. Videos are phenomenal. And, of course, we will definitely uh, hook up again with you, Jamal. I want to really congratulate you on the vast accomplishments that not only you have strived, but that God has opened the doors for you to strive in. It was all through his grace, his mercy, and his abound favor on your life that he has used you as his instrument to create his music, to spread the gospel, and to be a light that shines that men can see the good work that's being done in you. So you just continue to keep on, my brother, knowing that you definitely have the support of T25CL Entertainment. We are your family. You are our family. We're definitely uh, going to strive together and not only just creating great music, but, uh, you know, bringing that word across the table. Amen. 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 So, um, ladies and gentlemen, tonight you've been here at Roslyn's Corner, T25CR Galaxy Talk Radio. You will be able to listen to this message. I mean, well, listen, the message, you better message. You'll be able to listen to my show uh, in the next couple of hours because it has been recorded. And you're able to listen to it over and over. And you know what? There has been key nuggets that has been dropped on the show tonight. Nuggets for you independent artists who are out there listening. And, of course, we have art um, um, listeners who are listening in from Europe, from Africa, from uh, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, all over the world who listens to our radio show. And when they hear these nuggets that has been dropped tonight, it's going to be key elements in their lives. I really appreciate you, my brother. And you've got to keep us posted on what's going on. And um, we definitely got to hook up, got to do shows and, you know, everything. We just want to be there to support you. I got you, got you. Yeah, you got me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You too. God bless. Yes, God bless you too. 
All right. Well, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to say good night. We want to thank everyone for joining us. And listen, go to www.t25cl.com. Listen to the great music of the independent artists. I mean, there's great things going on with T25CL, and we just want you to be a part of it. Okay, so without further ado, we just want to say good night. Good night, Jamal. Thank you, my brother. Good night, sweet. Take care. Good night. Good night. Take care. Call me later. God bless everybody. (laughs) Peace. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.